Welcome. You're listening to WO Voices, a podcast series from Women in Optometry magazine. I'm Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. We're delighted you could join us. We're here today with Dr. Michelle Amada. Dr. Amada opened What a Spectacle Optometry in Rancho Mission Viejo in California in January 2019. This was about 18 years after you graduated, but uh, a goal of yours the whole time. So it it took a minute, right? (laughs) Or a few. (laughs) Tell us about the, uh, the, the, the process and what the... Um, what the obstacles were between between then and now? Well, life <laughs> was the obstacle. Uh, you know, I graduated. Um, shortly after I graduated, um, my, my boyfriend proposed. A year later, we got married. And then, you know, a little, about a year after that, we bought a house. And next thing you know, we had three kids. And I always worked. But when I, when I originally got out of school, I just decided to, you know, be an employee right away. And I had been working for my optometrist that had been my optometrist since I was 12. And was kind of thinking that there would be a partnership there. And, and super long story short, that didn't work out. Um, and by that time, I had two kids. And the thought of opening or buying a practice at that time was daunting. There was just no way I was going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your priorities change. And um, But however, now my I have three kids. Like I said, my youngest is 10. My oldest is 15. And I just kind of got to the point where, you know, I'd, I'd worked for so many different doctors for so long. And, um, you know, my current position was I was happy at it for a while and then things changed. And I thought, you know, I'm ready. I need to be my own boss. Uh, you know, and granted, I understand that there are, you know, uh, advantages and disadvantages to everything. So it's got its unique challenges being your own boss. But I just it was ready. So it was it was timing. It's it's timing and opportunity kind of which which came first. I would say the timing came first because I actually had looked to buy a practice because in my mind that was less daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a practice that I was really serious about and did, that didn't work out. And kind of at the last minute when it didn't work out, you know, I had already applied for the loan and everything. So I called the bank and said, wait, don't do anything else. And they said, you know, have you ever considered opening a practice? Because between you and your husband, you could qualify for the amount of money to do that. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got off the phone and we actually happened to be skiing. We were on vacation at the time and I, and it was like four o'clock on a Monday or Tuesday or whatever. And I said to my husband, I said, you know, there's that brand new center in Rancho Mission Viejo because Rancho Mission Viejo is a brand new community. They're in the process of finishing building 14,000 new homes. And it happens to be adjacent to the community I grew up in and have lived in my whole life. So he said, yeah, you know what? Why don't you find out what's going on there? So I got on the internet. I found the um, phone number for the leasing company. And literally within 10 minutes, I was on the phone with a leasing agent. He said, you know, we um, only have one more space left. And we're looking for more medical and we don't have an optometrist. I was like, I'll be there Monday. So I went and met him and it was a 1500 square foot space. Um, it was just like perfect. So it was the right place, the right time. And, you know, if I had tried to do this, you know, 10 years before it, it wouldn't have been this, you know, it would have, it's, it's all, everything happens for a reason. I really believe that it's a brand new building. So it was an empty shell. Um, it's on a corner. 
there's a In-N-Out burger, like a couple doors down. There's a Starbucks in the center. So when people come in the center, there's a couple different exits, but a lot of people go into Starbucks and they come around the center and they have to drive right by my office to get out of it. Um, so, you know, like I said, I'm on a corner. So I've got, you know, a whole wall, you know, side of glass, like two, two walls of glass. And it's, it really, I don't, I couldn't pick a better spot in the center. I don't think. So I love the name. What a spectacle. How did you come up with that? So I had, when I decided that I was looking to purchase a practice, I had just, you know, kind of, that was the whole process was so scary to me. And I thought I can't do this by myself because there's just so much that I don't know that I don't know. So I started looking up, you know, advisors and I found a few different ones and I called the first people I called were the Aquios advisors. And I got on the phone with Rick Gannott and I just instantly felt so comfortable and so like, oh, I can do this with him, you know? So I hired the Aquios advisors and they have a few other advisors and I've worked with all of them. And I basically told him, this is what I'm planning to do. I want to purchase a practice and I need somebody to walk me through it and hold my hand afterwards. And he was like, we can do that. That's what we do. I'm like, great, you're hired. So um, they walked me through the process. And when we were on vacation and I had called the center, I called them and said, look, this is what's going on. He said, okay, start thinking of a name. So I was like, oh my gosh, he said, and it's a, and it shouldn't be Rancho Mission Viejo Optometry or anything like that. It's got to be something different. So I said, okay. So I sat down and I just started brainstorming like different words that were, um, you know, optometry or eye related. And then when I'd come up with one that I thought was great, I would Google it and I'd be like, darn, there's already one of those in, you know, Oceanside, California, or there's already one of those in Sacramento or whatever, you know, I finally got, came down the list and I thought, oh, what a spectacle. That's interesting. And I Googled it and didn't find anybody. So I said, that's it. (laughs) That's great. That's great. It's wonderful that you had this help along the way, because there must have been areas that you were prepared to approach and areas that you probably didn't quite feel prepared to to tackle. And I feel like most of the areas I did not feel prepared to tackle. Um, And mostly I think it was fear, you know, and as the process went along, I was like, oh, I can do this. You know, in the beginning, I had a lot of anxiety around this whole thing because it just seemed like there was so much that needed to be done and it needed to be done fairly quick. Um, you know, it's almost a, a full-time job getting a practice off the ground. And I had always, I'd always worked since I graduated, but when I started having kids, I'd cut back to part-time work. So I was working part-time and the, the boss I was working for when this whole thing started, she likes to go on vacation. So she'd go on vacation for four to six weeks at a time and I would do her fill-in. So I would have like, you know, a few weeks or, you know, potentially up to six weeks at a time where I was working full-time. And when she came back from her vacation, which was like a year ago in May, June, I said to her, look, I'm opening a practice. I can't do fill-in anymore. And that was like the best thing I could have done because I swear on my days off, all I was doing was sitting at the computer, filling out forms, making phone calls, you know, researching equipment, talking to vendors for months. (laughs) So, yeah. So, but at the same time, the having the Aquios advisors was huge because I had a weekly call with one of them where we would go over, okay, what have you done? This is what you need to do next. Or I, and, you know, I could email them. And um, when I was like, what about this? What about that? You know? So, I, I mean, I just can't even imagine having done it without them. The other thing I did that um, was that I'm really grateful that I've done was um, to join uh, Vision Trends, mm-hmm. which is the Doctors Alliance. 
And they have a credentialing department um, that did all my credentialing for me because, you know, going through all the credentialing of different insurance and Medicare and everything, I I just don't even know how I would do that by myself. I'm sure there's people that do it, but I was like, that is not going to be me. (laughs) So every penny I paid them was worth it. So did your uh, different uh, advisors or, or networks help you with selecting equipment or did you kind of already have an idea of what you wanted in the exam lanes in the dispensary? So um, I knew I wanted an auto, an auto for opter because I'd been working with one previously uh, and it had, you know, people talk about all the time about reducing, you know, neck pain and shoulder pain and everything. And once I started using an auto for opter, um, you know, that my pain went away instantly. So to me, that was like a no brainer. I know some people will, you know, open and try to get, you know, all used, you know, cheapest equipment they can get. But for me, it was so important to have something that was going to be good for me. (laughs) So, um, through vision trends, they have a really good, um, agreement with TopCon. So I decided to go TopCon, um, even though that's not what I was using previously. Um, so there was a little bit of a learning curve there when I actually did get the equipment, but so far I've been very happy. Um, the other thing I knew was that I really wanted to have an OCT. So I, um, you know, researched my different options and I ended up going with the TopCon Maestro, uh, which I've been very happy with. Um, it's a combination uh, um, OCT mm-hmm. and uh, fundus camera. And um other than that, I, you know, I have an auto refractor and I have a visual field and I did um, also purchase a MyBox. So, and that, that's all new to me. So I'm still kind of dabbling and learning uh, that, but that's been fun. I just feel like it's such a, even though a lot of people are doing it now, it's still really an untapped market. Um, and I feel like if you can show people their meibomium glands, that's like a lot of wow factor right there. And they go, oh, my gosh, what do I need to do to, you know, fix that or keep it from getting worse? So you you were not really doing dry eye services previously? No, because I had been working in a corporate setting and not that you can't do it there, but the office I was working at, the doctor I work for just refers everything out. So, you know, I could have been doing it, but I wouldn't have been being compensated for it, you know, so we were just referring a lot of that out. And and did you feel like the need was there? So that's a, that's a good question. I would say that, um, I don't know that I needed to do it for the community, but I, but I mean, I guess, yes, <laughs> but there wasn't anything that really made me feel compelled to do it other than I know there's a lot of people out there suffering and there's a lot of doctors who are just kind of like eh, shrug their shoulders at it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of doctors who are really kind of gung-ho and going for it, but I know that there's a lot of doctors that are like, here's some drops, see you later, you know, and that's not going to fix it for people. Right. And, and is it a point of differentiation for you? I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, I definitely on my Instagram, I tend to use some dry eye hashtags, um, hoping that that's going to draw people in. And then, you know, when I do have a patient with dry eye, obviously bring them back. We do dry eye evaluation and and I hope that they're telling their friends. Right. Uh, anytime a patient leaves, I thank them for coming and I say, oh, take a couple cards, share with your neighbors, or your family or your friends. And um, I definitely have been getting referrals. That's great. That's great. I know. So how prepared are you for the, the, the bumps of the, of the first year in practice? I had a lot of 
there was some not difficulty, but I had some issues getting my permits through the county. I had a contractor that I had hired. Luckily, hadn't given him given him any money, and we went MIA kind of at a crucial point in the permit process. Found a new contractor. It worked out way much better, um, and they actually uh, they um, specialized in optometry and ophthalmology, which was huge. Um, then, uh, I, I had ordered all my optical displays at Vision Expo from, um, Fashion Optical and right around Thanksgiving time when I called them to pay the balance of what I owed them, I realized that they had burned down in the Paradise Fire in California. So my displays were gone. Um, and, you know, granted I lost displays, they all lost their homes. So, you know, I had to look at the big picture there. So I had to scramble to find somebody else to do my displays. And I did, I found an awesome um, company that has, I've been really happy with them. Um, the only issue was that when they were supposed to be there in the beginning of January, before I opened, they were um, stuck at the port because of the government shutdown. And I didn't get them for till like three or four weeks after I opened. So we opened with six foot tables and tablecloths and just kind of made the best of it. And it all worked out, you know, and now it's funny because I don't really think about that stuff at the time. It seemed like such a big deal, but at the same time, you know, it was just kind of like, well, there's nothing I can do about this. So just moving on. Right. Right. So what's been the most pleasant surprise? I would say the most pleasant surprise is the number of patients I'm getting. Um, You know, it's going to sound silly, but I just opened my third box of tips for my eye care tonometer, which means that I've gone through about 200 tips um, since, since January. Yeah. So I'm pretty proud of that. Um, you know, I have, when patients come in, I ask them, Oh, how did you hear about us? And, you know, a lot of people say, Oh, you know, we just moved to the community and, uh, um, you know, my doctor's in, you know, Tustin or where, you know, somewhere further away. And they're like, yeah, I don't want to drive there anymore. I'm going to stay here. So that makes me happy. Like I'm, I made a good choice, uh, as far as location. Um, I also, because I grew up nearby, I have a lot of friends and family that come in. In the beginning, I would come home and um, I would say to my husband, I had three patients today. And he would say, OK, well, how many of them did you know? <laughs> you know? And so some days it was, well, I knew all three of them. And, but other days I'd be like, I didn't know any of them. It was awesome. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so. That's great. And I, I hope that balance continues to shift. Right. I mean, that you keep getting the people, you know, but <laughs> so um, you know, when a lot of people start out, it's it's kind of a, a, a one woman in a van kind of a situation almost <laughs> Where did you find your staff and how has that uh, evolved in the last six months? So I started off posting on Indeed Mm -hmm. and I, that did not work for me. And I don't know if I just didn't use it correctly or what, but I felt like I was getting everybody who needed a job, whether they had just had, you know, experience unloading the dock at Vons or, or what, you know, I wasn't getting what I thought were quality candidates. So I turned that off. And I started talking to reps and I would just talk my head off. I'm looking for staff. I'm looking for staff. I need somebody. Who do you know? And eventually I was introduced to my staff member, Laura, who's got um, 20 years experience in optical. um, And she's been great. I'm so lucky because, you know, I've, because I've been in a corporate setting for a number of years, like, you know, I, as far as ordering lenses and what kind of lenses and dealing with labs and all that, that was so foreign to me. And so she just came in and she's been teaching me that stuff. So that's That's been great. Um, yeah. So I really think, you know, word of mouth, I did, um, end up hiring another person part-time and she didn't have any experience, but 
because it was part-time, I felt like, you know, we can train her. That's fine. And she's, you know, great personality. So that's working out well too. But, you know, like I said, for me, just what worked best was word of mouth and just talking. And I'm a talker, so that wasn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> That was easy. <laughs> Get the word out, right? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And and speaking of getting the word out, I mean, obviously you have you have connections in the in the region, but are, what other kinds of things are you doing? Especially when you presumably kind of have have the bandwidth to go out and 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 do some outreach. What what are you what are you doing to promote your practice? So I have an Instagram account, though I don't know. If I don't know, you know, percentage wise, I think very, very small percentage of people in the community are coming in because of my Instagram account, but I'm hoping that that will gain some steam. Um, I, before I opened, there was a pop-up market in the neighborhood where, uh, where the office is. And so I went, had a booth at the pop-up market and just, you know, met people, had a raffle. Uh, so I definitely got people coming in from that. They would come in and say, oh, I met you at the pop-up market. And I would say, oh yeah, I remember, even though I didn't, you know. Um, then there was, uh, in April, they had the, what they call it field festival. So I did another booth there. Um, the center I'm in has a poster program, so you can sign up to quarterly to have a poster up in the center. And I've been doing that. Um, I just did some outreach to two schools. I went to the local, um, public school for the community where the office is, and I'm sponsoring a summer reading program for them. And then I brought that to the school where my kids go um, and did the same thing. So what they will do is I had these um, forms made up where they read a book. I'm sorry, read. I told them read a minimum of five books Mm -hmm. and then bring it back to me. And um, they're going to get a coupon for Yogurtland. We have a Yogurtland in the center and Yogurtland's donated the coupons to me. Um, And then I'm going to put their name into a raffle and um, one of my reps gave me a $25 Barnes and Noble gift card. I'm going to raffle off um, a couple $50 eyewear certificates and then um, uh, one complimentary exam. I know I'm not the only one, you know, many years out of school doing this, but if you haven't done it already and you've been out of school for a while, it doesn't mean you can't. Um, You know, and I decided I need to go for it now because I'm not getting any younger. So if you're thinking about it out there, you're not getting any younger. Just do it. <laughs> Excellent advice for uh, <laughs> yeah. to get off the dime and uh, and follow that dream. Yeah, there you go. Just do Great. it. <laughs> and then also just to know that there's a lot of help out there. You know, whether you, I love the Aquios advisors, but there's lots of advisors out there, and you know, they just they made it a lot less scary and made it possible. Great. Dr. Amata, thank you so much for, for sharing your experience. Uh, I hope that it inspires other people who are wondering whether this is the right time to, to do it. You know, it, It's nice that the stars aligned, but it also sounds like you kind of made them align a little bit too. There was a lot of work there, that's for sure. But thank you very much for having me. I really enjoyed this. Thank you for listening. I hope you join us again next time on WL Voices. If you'd like to be part of our podcast series, please contact us. You can email us at wovoicesonline at gmail.com or via our website, womeninoptometry.com, on Facebook at WO Magazine, or through Twitter or Instagram at WomenODs. See you next time.